You're listening to episode 43 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. This week's guest is joining me from the other side of the world, literally. Lucy Liu is here to talk to us about life transformations. And yes, she shares a name with a famous actress. And according to her website, she tried out acting before the other Lucy Liu starred in Charlie's Angels. Pretty cool, right? Before we meet Lucy, I wanted to remind you all of the new Ask L tab on the mindbizlife.com website. If you have a question about life, business, transformation, change, relationship, growth, failure, success, whatever it might be, drop that question in the form for a chance to have me answer it on the podcast. And remember, if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find an expert to bring in to help me answer it. Oh, and if you would like your brand featured on the podcast, be sure to check out sponsorship opportunities. This little old podcast is now being streamed in nearly 60 countries and growing. Sponsoring an episode can help you get your brand exposed. All information on this is also on the mindbizlife.com website under the media tab. Okay, it's time to meet this week's guest. You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up. Let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. This week, I am joined by certified life coach, Lucy Liu. Lucy is helping women in life transition get unstuck, be overwhelmed, see clarity, set new goals, live a happier life, and thrive. Lucy, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you could join me. I am so absolutely honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. Oh my goodness. We have a 12-hour time difference between us, so I really want to thank you for staying up late for this conversation. I truly appreciate it. The pleasure is all mine. And for <laughs> all the beautiful souls tuning in, hello from Taiwan. Oh my goodness. I love it. I've only been in Taiwan once and that was for a layover going to Bali. <laughs> but, but, my, but my time in Taipei was, was fantastic from when in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started, I think it's best that we just get some insight on your journey. So Guide us through what got you to this point in life. Okay. So, well, now I am a life coach and I help unstuck women in life transitions by beating overwhelm, seeing clarity, setting new goals, and live a happier life. Mm. The word I love to use is thrive. I mean, we all live and we, we go into survival mode at times. That's the basics. But I want to help my clients feel that their life is thriving because I personally transformed my own life from feeling very stressed, from feeling unhappy and unhealthy at one point, and now living my life of true joy and fulfillment and mindfulness and all the good stuff. And I love to help <laughs> other women to make that kind of life transitioning. I love it. Thrive. What a great word. It's a perfect word to use. So what you were talking about, you used to have all, you know, you transformed yourself. What did life kind of look like? What, what got you motivated to become a life coach? Um, actually, for my personal journey, I have been unofficially coaching for five years probably, but I did not know life coach 
existed as a profession. Hmm. So I was just, I mean, yes, I transformed my own life. But after that, I was just living in my good old life. And I'm just, I, I'm just loving talking to people, giving people advice. And they're always asking me for advice. You know, Lucy, you moved to a foreign country. I had no relatives here. I had no friends here. And people are like, how do you do it? How do you survive in such a strange environment that you have no support in, right? We're constantly looking for support outside of ourselves. We're looking for that superhero to save us. We are always searching for that support. But you know what? You have to be your best support system because you're the only one that's going to be with you for the rest of your life, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) Count on you always. Yes. So I was actually doing this work and I, because I never worked with a coach myself, I did not know life coach was a thing, you know? And once I realized I started hearing people talking about working with their coach and I found out that this was a profession and as I looked into it, I'm like, wow. It is exactly what I do and it is exactly what I'm good at. It's like my superpower to help people see that positive perspective in life when they're going through something they perceive as negative, Mm. but actually it could be a positive. Right. It's really hard to get in that mindset sometimes, especially when you're in those pits of life and just trying to like... It's almost like you're grasping at anything. And we have this, it's so easy to suppress into the negative and just fall back into that when, you know, when you're down in the pits, you can look at that as a really good opportunity to grow. You can only go up, right? So it's like the perfect opportunity. I love that. Absolutely. When I grade my clients, I always ask them, you know, where are you in life between a scale of one to 10, you know, 10 being maximum, where are you? They're like, oh, maybe in this area, I'm only a two. I'm like, yoo-hoo, congratulations. <laughs> you are going to experience so much transformation. You know what? The lower the grade you are, the better, the easier it is to for you to feel the change. Mm. You have so much potential. And I mean, yes, I am an unshakable optimist now, but <laughs> I went through my lows, right? I went through my lows and that's exactly how you go upward. Right. Oh man, it's so true. It's so true. And like, how can you, I've like, I've met people who are like, oh, um, you know, if it weren't for my lows, I would have never felt this high point in my life. And like, sometimes we really overlook those lows in life and just how important they are in our growth. Absolutely. And it's just now my passion and honor to help other women rewrite their life stories because, I mean, we go through chapters, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you're not happy with this chapter, go on right on to the next chapter and you are the author. Yeah, I love that. How long ago did you move to Taiwan? I've been here on and off for about a total of 12 years. I am originally from Los Angeles and I will, I do expect myself to move back to Los Angeles very soon. 
Oh, fun. Any particular yes. reason why? Are you just missing Callie or? <laughs> <laughs> well, that too, of course. I mean, I miss the sunshine. Um, um, my, I grew up in California. I grew up in Los Angeles and my parents are there. Oh. Um, I met my husband from Taiwan, which is why we, I moved here with him. So yes, I've made many bold moves in yeah, my you life. Have. Trust me, yeah, I've girl. been through <laughs> one transition after another. And you know what? Life is all about transitions, mm. especially as a woman, right? We go from being a little girl into a lady, then into a woman. And, you know, from school to career to starting work business, getting married, having a child. Life is all about transitions. And if you own the correct mindset, you own your life. You own it. Mm, I love that. So when you first began this journey of transformation, Mm -hmm. what is something you wish you would have known when you started out? Oh, honestly, like I said, I wish I had a coach. Mm. You know, now I always said, oh my God, if I was working with a coach 20 years ago, my life would have been so much more spectacular. I mean, it is good now, but if I started even earlier, (laughs) it would have been even greater, right? right? I mean, it's never too late to start. It's better to say, start now than never, but Still, I, that's something I really wish I would have, like, I would give people advice, hire a coach, because mm-hmm. it makes, really makes a difference. So you ask for help. You evaluate where you are now. You talk about where you want to go, right? And you bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. But when you are by yourself, all you feel is the loneliness. You feel the negative. And when you go to your friends who are not certified to do this kind of work, right? I mean, they pour their hearts to you. They are awesome friends and they are so nice. But what they're doing is merely reflecting your negativity. They're mm. validating your negative thoughts. Yes, they're in agreements with you. Yes, they feel you and they're there to support you. But they not they might not put you on the right path to go forward, to move right. forward to actually where you want to go. Right, because it can be conflicting. I know sometimes I'll go to a friend and ask for something like, oh, what should I do? And they'll give me one advice, right? And you go to another friend and it's completely conflicting advice. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's just like, huh. but but us coaches we don't really give advice right I used to give advice but after I went through training and uh, after I got my certification it's actually different yes the work um, the mindset is very similar but actually the tools we use and what we we are doing is different we are reframing your own thoughts Mm. We're just letting your own wisdom come out. Your well of wisdom is always there. You just have to find that well. It might be in the bushes right now. And we just (laughs) kind of had to push those bushes away and find your well. Yeah. Oh man, I love that. And I think a lot of people listening, let's let's say that they've never heard of a life coach too. What are some of the tools that you use that maybe might, Ding, you know, put that light bulb off in their head, like, oh, I need a life coach. <laughs> like, how do you know when you need one? Um, 
when you feel a little bit overwhelmed, mm. if you feel stuck, if you feel you don't have any strategies, if you feel like if you're running in circles or going in spiral, if you have any of those feelings, I really would advise to get a coach. I mean, if you need fundamental, the foundation mindset work, you know, feel free to reach out to me. And even if you decide not to work with me, my job is to shed some positivity onto your life. Mm. And if you're looking for a mentor, right, to help you jumpstart your your new business, you can reach out to Lauren for a mentorship <laughs> program. Whatever, whoever, I don't care. Ask for help and surround right. yourself with positivity. Oh, I love that. And as we're talking, like, we're already on the subject of positivity. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that is an absolute positivity killer, like vampire sucker, is stress. And stress is something I think we've all experienced at least once in our life, some more than others. But how do you personally handle stress? Honestly, I know about stress because my body reacts to stress. Mm. Whenever I feel stressed, I feel it in my body. I didn't used to know this, but I had um, breathing problems like for about a decade of my 20s life, whenever I felt stressed out, I I couldn't breathe. Like I had to take really, really deep breath. Like I had to yawn. I was tired. I had, uh, you know, sometimes I felt like my heart was skipping beats. And I felt like even at worst times, a little bit of chest pain. I went to cardiologist. I did a lot of testing. And the doctor said there was nothing wrong with me. Mm. But at the time, I felt there was surely something wrong with me. Right. Like, like I'm feeling it. Major <laughs> going on. Like I'm going right. to die. Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, nothing was wrong with me. So that's mm. how I learned that it was just stress. Mm. And so I had to learn it the hard way because I hear people talking about it, right? How, you know, anxiety attacks and all this uh, depression. I mean, I hear people talking about it, but I did not know it was me. Mm. So I personally had to find out the hard way what stress felt like. So I know not to get myself there next time. So what is stress? It is intangible. We can't feel it. We can't touch it. We don't know where it is. But what they are, they are stressful thinking. Ah. Right? All these things happen to us in life and they are just facts. Things happen. If you state the fact, it stays a fact. They're just simple circumstances, but this fact is neutral until we put our reaction to it, Mm -hmm. until we put our emotions to it. If we think this, oh, this is negative, I hate this, then it becomes a stress factor. It becomes something negative in our life. Oh, this is problematic, right? We all love surprises. But if a surprise comes and we don't like it, right? We're like, oh, I've got a, I've got a problem. But if it's a, if it's a nice surprise, you're like, yay, surprise. <laughs> right. Right. So, so all these things happening in life, they're just surprises. They come up. 
So they're either good surprises or bad surprises. Then mm. it stresses us out. Then we're yeah. like, oh, we're stressed. We're overwhelmed. And yeah, then we start engaging in all these other overthinking negative reactions. Then we're struggling, right? Then we're overthinking. And all these emotions pour in and it goes downhill from there. Yeah. Whew. Been there. felt that. <laughs> <laughs> I Actually, it's funny that you brought that up, that you were physically feeling it. I've shared before on the podcast that I guess it was last year and beginning of 2018, I was in the hospital um, and I had, it was called costrochondritis. And the doctor told me, he was like, you know, we normally see this in people who are overweight or they had um, like, you know, an injury that made it cause, or, you know, you're a smoker. I'm, I'm none of those things. And he's like, the only other thing that can cause it is stress. And then a couple of weeks ago, my mom brought up a really good point that I didn't remember. But when I was, I guess, in middle school, um, I had more like athlete's asthma. It would only, I'd only have asthma when it was, you know, like if I was cheerleading or doing something like very active, I would have to have an inhaler nearby. But mm-hmm. she said that I, she knew there would be one class every day. Oh, it could be like almost every day. And I would have an asthma attack during that class. And I of course wasn't being physically active, but the class was stressing me out and my body was reacting to it. And she was like, I could almost pinpoint when you were going to have an attack based off of that class, like same period, you know, all the time, like every, every uh, couple of weeks I would just have it. And it was based off of that. So even at, you know, young age, kids feel that stress and their bodies reacting to it. Yeah. But you don't, you're not aware. You're of not it. aware of it. Right. You just have no clue that that's what it is. And it's harder too, especially with kids. You can't, you don't know what's happening in your body. So it's hard to communicate that as well. Yeah. But sometimes these emotions, they're including but not limited to anger, fear, anxiety, Mm. and guilt. And it's very often difficult to understand because it's like a mixture of different feelings. Right. So it's hard to find the exact source of stress. So you really have to dig in to see what that stress is. You know, is it fear? Right? Mm. Is it feeling guilty? It's like a salad bowl. There's all these (sighs) ingredients in it, and you kind of have to pick it out and zone in and fix, focus on, you know, ridding one emotion at a time. I love that analogy. I love that analogy. (laughs) Big salad bowl with all these ingredients. That is the perfect way to look at it. Yeah. So if you want to feel calmer, if you want to feel more confident and happier, this is why I talk about you have to go through this journey, right? Because it's it's exactly what you need, right? No matter how much you are in a rut right now, it's exactly going to help you in the future, right? It is. And it's part of, I, I always call it like doing the work. You got to do the work to get through it. It's just not going to be handed to you on a silver platter <laughs> as much as we would all love that. But you have to face these parts of yourself to be able to move on from them. And I think this is where transformation is driven by motivation to take action to change your life. So what motivates you to take that action? For me is 
my family. Mm. I think we all have to list down our values and priorities, right? It's so important because you are constantly making decisions. Every day from the moment you get up, you're making tons of decisions. But the major ones, what is driving the, the force? What is driving force, right? You have to see, is it in alignment with my values and priorities? Because if it's not, you say no to it. Right. If you don't say no when you're supposed to say no, you're going to get it. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> and then, and, right? Right. And if you don't say no, then you're going to be like, oh, why did I, why didn't I say no? (laughs) Absolutely. So you absolutely have to know your priorities and your values. So whenever something comes up that you have to make a decision, it's an easy decision. Right. I love that. Thank you. I really do. So um, I know, like me, your mom. And how do you feel the tools you use in coaching help you be a better parent? Oh, absolutely. Um, The mindset part. Uh, I talked to other moms before. They're like, oh, I hate going to the supermarket. I'm like, why? I love going to the supermarket. It's so fun. They're like, well, I have to spend all this time going, driving to the supermarket. I'm like, well, for me, I go when it's time blocked for my family. Mm. So it doesn't matter where I am. I'm spending time with my family. Right. Right. I'm taking my daughter there. She's getting involved and she is picking the food that we're going to eat for tomorrow breakfast. She's picking the food for tomorrow's dinner. Then guess what? And she's going to eat really well because she got to pick what she wanted to eat. Mm. So it's the all, everything boils down to mindset. Yeah. You know, any problem you might be having right now, it's either technical right? If you're having trouble learning something, you have to take a class, right? That's technical. You got to learn it. If it's not technical, it's probably mindset. Ah, I've never thought of it that way. That's so true. And it's funny that you brought up the grocery shopping because last (laughs) night, one of my friends, she's been on, she's been a guest on the podcast a few times, Shereel. She um, is from the UK and she's in Florida right now. And she asked, you know, like which which grocery store she should go to. And I was like, Publix, all the way. (laughs) Go to Publix. And she had sent me a text and said, it's so funny how grocery shopping here is such a delight. And I had to think on that because I have never thought of grocery shopping as a delight before. And I was like, I need to change my mindset when I go to the grocery store because I know when I go there, I'm like, (laughs) you know, grocery shopping. But I love that you brought that up because that this morning was actually something I journaled on. So it was like divine timing that, that you <laughs> an example. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Or I, I have another example, like when my daughter, when she was very young and she played with uh, a little scissor and cut her hand. Mm. So instead of yelling at her, I'm like, awesome. You know, this is sharp. So from now on, you're not going to play with mm. it and you're never going to hurt yourself in that way again. Such positive parenting. 
Yeah, so it goes a long way in so many ways, right? If we see the positive in a negative event, your life is so much better. Everyone's life is so much better. Mm. Do you feel like how long did it take you to really adapt that mindset of really looking through a positive scope? Honestly, like the personal journey actually took me probably a decade. Mm. But the mindset switch of things actually happens in a moment. Like activate it quick. Exactly. For example, I saw someone drown in front of me when I was five years old at the beach. So I was never able to put my head underwater. Okay. Mm. So all my life, 30 something years, I swam with my head above water. In high school, we had to do um, treading water tests, like swimming proficiency tests. Right. I had to swim laps across the big old swimming pool with my head above water because I just cannot do it. I practiced for a month, trust me. Right. I, I practiced, but you know what? It's a mindset. It's mental. Yeah. I, I cannot do it. But you know what? Just a month ago, I had this one thought. You know what? Every day I'm trying to preach this stuff to my clients and I need to, I need to talk the talk and walk the walk. Mm. Why don't I make this transition? for myself right, and let go of this fear. And it took me just what? One thought. It was a moment to moment decision. I was at the swimming pool, just that thought, and I did it. Ah, Amazing. Just like that. Like you just have to acknowledge it. It's like, just like that, it is a moment to moment shift. Mm -hmm. So yes, if I was, I can say, yes, I'm on a journey. Yes, I've read a hundred self-development books. But if you did not make that switch, if you do not make that click, if you did not truly decide for yourself, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I love that. I love that you acknowledge like, I, I, one of my favorite sayings is I practice what I preach, but I also preach what I need to practice (laughs) because sometimes like we are, we're telling other people how to grow and develop. And then it is, it's always comes inward too. Like we're never perfect. We're never this, you know, high almighty walking perfection, (laughs) but, but there's many times on the podcast I have guests too. And I walk away. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a conversation I haven't walked away from that. I'm like, ah, that hit me, you know? And it's like, I need to look at that part of my life. So a lot of times, it, you know, it could be like mindset, 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 even with the grocery store, you know? Like, <laughs> I think I have a pretty positive mindset, but clearly I have an issue with the grocery. <laughs> so I need to have a different spin on that. And like right in that moment, you can change it. So I already know today when I have to go to the grocery store, I'm going to be grateful. One, for the, that I have money to feed myself, right? So it's like, that, that's like a whole different thing in my mind. Like there are people who cannot go to the grocery store, who don't have the luxury of, of food every day. Um, and like that was something I journaled on today of just like really trying to be grateful that I can even go to the grocery store. I had to like get deep into gratitude with that. Absolutely. I mean, um, gratitude goes a long way because gratitude helps us shift into that positive mindset. Yeah. It really does. Whew, gratitude is deep. 
That's like a conversation for a whole different day. I feel like we could have a whole episode just on gratitude. But has there been any particular piece of advice that you've been given that aided in your growth? Absolutely. It was to absolutely believe there is always a way. Mm. Just by having that mentality, I think it got me exactly to where I need to be. Because anytime, you know, things are not going as planned, it doesn't matter. Why? Because instead of finding excuses, instead of saying these lies to yourself, you know, like all the self-talk, we tell ourselves all the excuses. I think I don't need to list them. You know it. You know, sometimes we know we're like finding our own excuses and telling lies. But, you know, when you know it, you just snap out of it. You snap right out and go look for new opportunities. Mm. Why do you think it's easier for people to be a bigger cheerleader of someone else. Like I, I had this conversation. Someone was like, I have a hard time believing in myself, but yet I can tell my friends all the time, like, I believe in you. Why do you think it's really hard for us to turn that inward and believe in ourselves? Because we are afraid of success. Mm. Sometimes we think we are afraid of failure, right? Yeah, that's true for many, but we are also, we're also afraid of being successful. Mm. That's a block in itself. (laughs) Yeah, that is absolutely a block because Mm. we have so many self-doubt that subconsciously a lot of times we're turning ourselves down. We're dimming our own lights. Mm. I mean, yes, it's one thing to be humble, but no, it's not bragging if it's the truth, right? Right. You want to brag about yourself. Like I, I teach my clients when they are having um, less confidence. How do you become more confident? You brag about yourself. You know, yeah. we're not making up things. We're not blowing things up. We're not like, you know, uh, it's not social media, but it's for your own good that you brag about yourself so that you know where your strengths are, mm. right? And you magnify your strength. You focus on your strength and you, you don't focus on your lack. You don't focus on your weakness. You focus on your strength and that will help you. I love that because it is so easy to focus on your weakness. I'm not good at that. She's mm-hmm. better than me than this, you know, mm-hmm. owning what you are great at. It, it is so easy to just switch. And, th- and there we go back to mindset. mindset is the key i'm serious you know don't let someone else hold your keys Ah. hold your own keys you've got the keys Mm. right you're like walking around back and forth back and forth by the door you're like how do i open this how do i open this (laughs) but you know what you're holding the key open it just open (laughs) it unlock it and open it I love that. I love that so much. If you have one piece of advice to give our audience today, what would it be? Oh, I've already advised you to hire a coach and believe in yourself. I guess I would have to say, be present. Mm. My favorite quote is, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift which is why we call it the present. I love that quote too. 
It's such a good one. <laughs> Sometimes we believe in lies from the past. You know, all these past events that will haunt us forever. Yes, you might be in a rut right now. Yes, something happened in a bef-、uh, in in the past, but it's history. It's the last chapter. We're gonna turn the page now. And the truth is, your past will only haunt you if you let it. So from now on, we're going into the future. But don't go too far in the future because then you're gonna overthink. Things, right, so yeah, we're just gonna. <laughs> so we're just gonna focus on today. Today I'm grateful. Today I am wonderful. Today I'm breathing. I'm living. Focus on all the things you have today, and then life is gonna be so much better. Do you have any morning routines that you do to like help your mindset? Do you journal or or anything like that? I do meditation、oh, in the morning、yes. so that it I'm starting the day more calm. And、um, I do, I do one thing. I told myself I just do one thing. I make my bed in the morning,、mm. and I've accomplished my goals for today. I love that. So first thing in the morning, I make my bed. I'm done. I'm having a good day. <laughs> so I want to start my day right, feeling that way, right? So everything else on my to do list is just icing on the cake. Right? Maybe I'll just have one big priority thing that I'm gonna get this task done today. Right? And everything else just icing on the cake. Yes, I got one extra thing done. Right? And I do my journaling before I go to sleep.、Oh, I like that. I love yeah, everyone's I, different routine. It just, <laughs> it, it just like I love it. I love learning what everyone else does too. But why do you, you know do what? Yours before bed. There's no perfect way. If you're doing it in the morning and it works for you, just keep on doing it. Consistent,、right. key, consistency is key, right? So I do it before I go to sleep. I journal my gratitude and I journal my daily wins,、mm. no matter how small they are, so that I can go to sleep feeling like a winner and feeling very thankful. How positive! What a great way to fall asleep. I love、yeah. that. Yeah, so then you, it'll be much, it'll be much easier to go to sleep that way instead of thinking of all your stress factors, right? Right. I mean, like about tomorrow, about whatever. <laughs> you know, you don't want to go sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. Right. Worry about them tomorrow. And、sure. if you have these worries, have action plan. You know, not just worry out of your minds. It's useless. Yeah. Man, that's such good advice, and it's kind of got me thinking that maybe I should shift my journaling around because what I typically do is I journal in the morning, and then in the evening time I write out my day for tomorrow. But it's making me wonder if I should try to switch it and see how that may affect my sleep or my even just how I feel in the、mm-hmm. evening.、So、I'm, I'm just gonna try it. You know, <laughs> I, I like trying different things because. You get in a groove sometimes, and you know it works for you. Other times, that's like when flexibility comes in, and you're like, "Huh, I didn't know I could do it that way, and it works even better." So, I'm gonna try that, and I'm gonna let you know how it goes. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, Lucy, where can our listeners go to learn more about you and connect with you further? Okay, my website is at l u c y l i u. That's my name, Lucy Lou Coaching dot com. And right now, you can grab a free ebook of self development and motivation, which also comes with an 
instant happiness toolkit. So you can feel the boost right there. And I'm most active on Instagram at at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U. Miss Lucy Liu. And also it's the same handle on Twitter and Facebook. You can find me, connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. Perfect. Perfect. I want to thank you so much again for taking the time to join me today, Lucy. You have the most amazing energy and you are a true world shifter. Thank you again. Oh, thank you so much for having me and for all the beautiful souls. Have an amazing day. Yes. I love conversations that deal with transformation and growth. Head over to this week's episode notes where I have linked Lucy's website and social channels. Be sure to follow her. And while you're at it, follow us at at MindBizLife on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I know my voice might sound a little different this week. I am battling some sinus congestion, so I want to thank you for sticking with me, even though I'm a little nasally. (laughs) So many times people ask me what they can do to better support the podcast, and really, it's easy. The best thing to do is go share the episode with a friend or post it on your social media channels. Word of mouth helps get this podcast into the homes, cars, and earbuds of many. I'll see you back here next week for another episode, and until then, remember... Every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.